0: This is an ABC podcast. Hey, it's Molly here. Today we're going to hear about a famous criminal from Australia's past. See if you can guess who we mean. He wears a big bucket made out of tin on his head with a little rectangle over his eyes that he can see out of. Think you know who it is? I mean, metal buckets have never really been high-fashion headgear, have they? Want another hint? He had a large gang of other people like him and he was the leader. Can you guess? It's the Bush Ranger Ned Kelly. He was first arrested at age 14 and was later hanged for his crimes. Today on Short and Curly, we want to think about how and why people get into crime. Is it all their own fault or not? On with the show! Ned Kelly was an outlaw, a naughty boy. He robbed and stole and murdered. But I say he wasn't a wicked man, even though that's how I heard it. Five, six, seven, eight. It wasn't Ned's fault. He wasn't born to be cruel. Society forced him to be a bad guy. Had nothing, no money or luck, so he was made to live a criminal life.
1: Uh, hello, Molly. Why are you sitting by a fire playing guitar? Also, why did you light a fire inside the podcast studio?
0: (laughs) Hey, Carl, I'm just having a little sing along night. That was a song I wrote about Ned Kelly, the famous Australian bushranger, outlaw, and criminal.
1: Yeah, I know Ned Kelly, but he was awful. Did I hear you say, or rather sing, that it wasn't Ned Kelly's fault that he committed crimes?
0: Uh, It absolutely wasn't. Ned Kelly only did that stuff because... Well... The police were corrupt and his family was poor and he only killed in self-defence. Poor Ned just wanted justice and the sharing of wealth and for bad guys to get come up... and.
1: Uh, OK, you're not the only one who can sing a song, Molly. Drop me a beat. Well, my name is Carl and I like science. Oh,
0: that's enough.
1: Yeah, whatever. What I'm trying to say is that I don't think it matters how bad Ned Kelly's life was or how the police treated him. There's never any need to assault and murder. He was the one who did all that stuff. You can't go blaming it on society and whatnot.
0: Well, I say I can.
1: Double well, today on Short and Curly...
0: Can you blame society for how your life turned out? Or was Ned Kelly just a bad dude? Are we allowed to be cheeky if there's no other choice? Or must we always try to be good?
2: Hello, and today you're listening. Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Curly,
1: Curly. Short and Curly! Let's put Ned Kelly aside for a minute and just think about why people become criminals. Like, do you actually decide to become a criminal?
0: Why don't we ask our brains trust? I think they don't, like choose to at the start but then something happens and they just become one. Maybe it's also to do with like the people they grow up with and like how what type of temper or stuff they have. If they're like like a teenager sometimes your brain like does something where you like forget about other people's feelings and then you just do stuff for yourself.
2: No I think it's just like a thing that happens, they need money or something and they do it and then they think it was easy so they do it again and again and they get more criminal. And sometimes they'll just do it for the thrill of it because they get bored and they might get locked into it because someone keeps harassing them for not doing it. I think to be a criminal it's all about how you've been raised or how you've been brought up, or say, like, you're being bullied and stuff and you want to try and do something worse. When people become equivalent, it's not usually their fault. It's
0: usually somebody else's fault and then it's like a line of people not their fault and it doesn't really start anywhere. So it's sort of their fault and sort of not their fault.
1: And what about you? Let's pause for a thinking question.
0: Where you can stop and get into a huge fight with your family and friends and cry and scream over an important philosophical question.
1: Or you could just have a calm and interesting conversation where you learn from each other and grow as people. Right, Molly?
0: I, I, I guess you could do that.
1: So take a moment to think about this.
0: Do you think people choose to become criminals?
1: Hit pause now. I'm actually really worried about this fire that you've lit in the middle of this small room.
0: Carl, it's called setting a scene.
1: Well, speaking of setting a scene, I want us to imagine back to when Ned Kelly was a young man in the late 1800s, or as I like to call them, the late 100s
0: During this time, the Irish settlers were often treated as second-class citizens by the English settlers and targeted a lot by the police. And guess who was Irish? Ned Kelly and his family.
1: He went to prison a few times and eventually formed a gang of outlaws. And in 1880, he and his gang had a shootout with the police. And he was captured and met a grisly end.
0: He was hanged. Also, Carl, you left out the part where he was born really poor and his family was regularly bullied by the police.
1: Yeah, because they were criminals.
0: And his dad died and then his mum went to prison, possibly for something that wasn't her fault. So Ned Kelly tried to avenge her.
1: Molly, stop justifying everything Ned Kelly did.
0: Soz! I love Ned Kelly. Yeah, it's
1: becoming obvious and it's a little weird.
0: I just think you're being way too hard on the guy. Put yourself in his shoes for a second.
1: I can't. I would never do any of the stuff Ned Kelly did.
0: Oh, we get it. You're so righteous. Well. Fine. Can you at least imagine you're a member of his gang? Hmm. It's 1879 and you're riding your horse alongside Ned and the rest of the Kelly gang.
1: Yeah, faster, horsey. Faster.
0: You're leaving Gerildery where you just carried out a huge raid on the town. You robbed the Bank of New South Wales, held more than 30 residents hostage and locked policemen in their own cell. After a long day's riding, the Kelly gang pulls up at a pub in a nearby town and decide to go in for a brew and a regroup. A regroup, if you will.
1: Mm, yes, I will.
0: In the pub, you meet a wise-looking bartender named Matthias Beard.
2: What can I get you, stranger? Uh, hey, do you do try here? We've, uh, got rum
1: or rum?
0: You decide to share with Matthias your woes and concerns.
1: Matthias, my gang leader Ned Kelly is making us do a lot of bad stuff. But he says it's okay because society has really twisted our arms into it. Hmm. Tell me more. Well, Ned says that we've basically got no choice but to be outlaws. Because the police have always treated
2: people like us unfairly. It's true that society can make it easier or harder to make certain choices. For example, if pretty much everyone in your school plays a certain sport, like netball, it can make it much harder for you to decide that you want to try something different, like, say, bobsledding.
1: Right, because your whole school tells you that you have to play netball or they'll expel you forever.
2: Ah, uh, not, not exactly. What, what school did you go to, Carl? You know what? Never mind. It's not just that everyone's telling you you have to play netball. Your life just doesn't allow you any chances to try something like bobsledding.
1: Right, so Ned Kelly had three things working against him. He was born into a family where crime was a part of their life. He lived in a society where the police expected him to be a criminal because his dad was. And he was Irish, which was a hard thing to be back in those days so he probably couldn't see any
2: other choice. It's not just about seeing other choices, it's about actually having other choices. Ned was arrested at age 14, and that meant the people who knew him and hung out with him in prison were probably also involved in criminal activities. And having been arrested, it would have been hard for him to find other work. Plus, once you've been arrested, you're more likely to be suspected for future crimes.
1: Hey... Why has the piano player stopped playing? My dear friends, play us a tune, will you? An oldie but a goodie. Thanks, Matthias. That's what I'm here
2: for. Yes, you are. And also to pour drinks. I see. It's kind of a two-pronged job, this whole bartender thing. I imagine. Ah, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a wife and kids to support.
1: So, sorry, so I'm just gonna have to cut you off there. Varsha a good show. Thank you, piano player, and thank you, Matthias. What do the rest of you listening think about all this? Maybe you should pause the show and have a mull or a chat over another thinking question. There are all kinds of people who have the power to punish others. Police, judges, your school principal, even your teacher. Do you think the punishment those people give is always fair? Hit pause now. Back in the studio, by the fire. Maybe a bit too close to the fire.
0: Carl's starting to see through an outlaw's eyes just how easily misfortune can find us. And that there's more to crime than crossing moral lines. Sometimes the guys in charge are just biased.
1: I was so deep in imagining I was in Ned Kelly's crew. I lost touch with the real world.
0: Carl? Carl? It's been 20 years. <gasps> no, where's my wife? No, I'm I'm joking. Also, what wife? There's
1: no wife. No. But this show ain't about my love life, it's about Ned Kelly. And whether it was society's fault or Ned's fault for how his life turned out.
0: Here's our brains trust. Well, if they treated him badly for his whole life, he might, it might be okay to blame society because they weren't
2: being fair on him or nice to him.
0: He did kill people, but um, society also hated him for no reason. So there's usually a chain of events towards a crime, but some in some of those events, they, the person usually has a choice and it might be the wrong choice. So it's still that person's fault? It was society's fault to begin with, but he could have just kept on running away. He didn't have to kill some people. That wasn't society's fault. They didn't make him kill those people. That was his choice. Well, people back then were very harsh and judgmental. And I reckon he wouldn't have had the opportunity to have a better life. Well, I think Ned Kelly could have been a bit more of a peaceful protester, like the suffragettes or something, instead of taking out his anger by killing other people.
2: We all have the right to say no. He just chose the other option because it was easier for him. It may have been society's fault, but the police just couldn't let him go running around robbing people. and. Murdering people.
1: See, most of our brains trust think Ned Kelly had more control of his choices than you do.
0: Carl Carl, 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 Carl. I'm not making this big argument, defending Ned Kelly, just to annoy you.
1: Oh, really? Because you do a lot of things just to annoy me.
0: Oh, absolutely, but not this. I'm saying all this because it's what Ned Kelly really believed he wrote this enormous 8,000-word letter called the Gerildery Letter, where he justifies all his crimes and lays into the police really hard.
1: Wow, that's a lot of words in a letter.
0: And I have the original copy right here.
1: Shouldn't that be in a museum? It was. How did you... You know what, one thing at a time, read me the best bits, will you?
0: With pleasure. On page 42, he justifies the murder of three particular policemen, saying... (coughs) This cannot be called willful murder, for I was compelled to shoot them or lie down and let them shoot me.
1: So in that case, he was saying that he only killed those policemen because they were going to kill him.
0: Exactly.
1: But don't you think it's all kind of, I don't know, gross? He could have written a letter apologising for everything, saying how sorry he was for killing police, who, by the way, are also human beings.
0: (sighs) I get what you mean, Carl, but just... Think for a second. You have had such a lovely, adorable life, right?
1: I mean, I've had my ups and downs. Like, uh, I never did become a Pokemon master.
0: But you weren't born poor or targeted by police, were you? No, I was not. You're just a nice, well-educated, white Australian male who loves cats and science. How could you possibly know what you'd do if you were actually in Ned Kelly's situation?
1: Uh, I guess I don't know.
0: Well, I'm sending you back to the 1800s. Go rejoin the Kelly gang and get some answers.
1: (gasps) Wow, the, the pub's really full now. People are pretty tense in here. Everyone's drinking and everyone's got guns and, my gosh, they all have such excellent beards.
2: All right, all right, five rums over there. Oi, you two, if you're going to shoot, take it outside and someone get that horse out of here. You smash one more glass and you're out the door and you're not back for a week. Ah, Matthias Beard.
1: I'm in a pickle. Pull up a stool, son. So I'm starting to think that... Ned Kelly probably didn't have much chance that he was ever going to be able to lead a non-criminal life. But I still have a really strong feeling that people should be held responsible for their choices, especially when those choices hurt other people. So how do we balance these
2: out? Honestly, it's really hard. Our whole law and criminal justice system is built on the idea that you make choices and we can punish you if you made a bad choice. And we can do that because you are free. But when you look at the way that people's lives go in the world, sometimes it doesn't look like they're really that free. Socially, they've got really limited options. But everybody
1: has difficulties in their lives. Everyone has times when it would be easier to do the wrong thing, but we still blame them for doing something bad. So isn't Ned Kelly just making
2: a bunch of excuses? He might be. Lots of the time, we have more options than we think. We might say, I had no choice. But actually, there were lots of other options we didn't consider. But there are times when all of the options just suck. If Ned Kelly was right, if his other options were things like starving to death because you can't get a job, or letting the police keep harassing you because of your race, because of who you hang out with, or because of things you did in the past... Can we really say that he should have chosen any of those things instead of becoming a bushranger?
1: Thanks, Matthias. You're an excellent confidant. Thank you.
2: I'm a good barkeep too, right? Uh, yeah, uh, t- it's a ten out of ten. Because there are there are two roles to being a barkeeper. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. First, you have to give all the drinks to people who need them. Carl. I'm going to hear the second and one. And then aren't the I? O- the other part is kind of getting to know people and talking to them through their problems.
1: Carl.
0: Carl, seriously, man, get out of here.
1: (gasps) I'm back to being Carl. Oh, oh my God, the fire you lit in the studio has really gotten out of control.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So could you just, like, deal with it while I sing a little song?
1: Okay, I guess I'll just pat it out with my bare hands. Oh, you're the
0: best, thank you. At first, little Carl didn't understand just why Ned Kelly did what he did. But by looking through Ned's eyes and looking at the law, he gets it just a little bit. It wasn't Ned's fault that he was born into trouble, that the circumstances weren't on his side. But should he have killed? Was there no other way? Well, that's for you to decide.
1: And decide you will. I have a question for you. Oh, ooh, how the blisters are popping, so don't bother knocking.
0: Okay, I'll ask the question. If you were in Ned Kelly's situation, you were a young Irish guy in Australia in the late 1800s, do you think you would have become a bushranger?
1: Hit pause now. Well, thanks so much to our Brains Trust from two schools today, Malulabar State School on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, and they were Kobe, Duke, Eva, Isaac, and Fred. And from Lansdowne Crescent Primary School in West Hobart, Tasmania, and they were Lily, Stella, Silas, Ruby, Eleanor, Sasha, and Kelly.
0: And the amazing members of our Short and Kelly gang, <laughs> producer Kyla Slavin, executive producer Justine Kelly and the head of audio studios Kelly Reardon.
1: And today's studio engineer, Bella Tropiano.
0: Hey, Carl, want to imagine ourselves back to the pub for a nice icy drink with barkeep Matthias?
1: Oh, it sounds so delightful and rustic. Yes, let's do it. Oh my god, there's a shootout! Oh
0: no! I imagined us into Ned Kelly's final shootout with the police! Why would you do that?
1: That's not relaxing at all! I'm
0: sorry, I can't control this imagination, baby! Oh, Take cover!
1: <gasps> oh no, Matthias is down! The cops are here. There's loads of them! Lucky Ned's got his armour on and his gang are all shooting back.
0: But they're dropping like flies, Carl! We're stuck right in the middle of the bullet fire!
1: Can you at least imagine us some guns? Oh, these are just bananas.
0: Carl, I'm going to go fight with the Kelly gang.
1: Well, as someone who has always respected the institutions of society, I'm going to join the side of the law.
0: Then I'll see you in hell, Carl.
1: Take this.
0: This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Carl, that's disgusting. I'm sorry, but you need some self-control or to change your diet.
1: What? That wasn't me, Molly, I swear.
0: I didn't fart, and if it wasn't you that made that very suspiciously farty noise, who did?
1: Not who, Molly. What? What? Exactly. No, what
0: do you mean?
1: Oh, well, that very airy sound you just heard came from a new podcast I've been listening to called Noisy by Nature.
0: You're listening to a podcast that's all about farts?
1: That is a great idea, Molly. But no, Noisy by Nature is a new show from ABC Science and ABC Kids Listen that's all about the unusual, weird and wonderful sounds that Australian nature makes, including fluffing elephant seals. What? This beautiful sound is made by an elephant seal breathing. Not farting. Breathing. How cool is that?
0: Oh, I'd say it's more unfortunate than cool. Well,
1: anyway, if you're a nature lover and a sound lover like me, you should check out Noisy by Nature or recommend it to your younger siblings. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Molly, let's try and make that elephant seal sound.
0: No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs.